Welcome to Reflect the Life You Want, where we talk about not only how to survive, but to thrive. I'm your host, Tim Howard, man school strategist, former Army officer, successful Homes for Heroes real estate agent. This show will focus on living a life of greatness, of wholeness, and completeness. This show will be talking about our dreams, our goals, and how to go about creating them. So join me to learn how to reflect and design the life you want to live. This is Tim Howard, the host of Reflect the Life You Want, and I'm delighted today to have as a guest Catherine Daniel of Montani Consulting. So, Catherine, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. I'm excited to have you as a guest and for our listeners to have an opportunity to hear a little bit about your story and some of the wisdom that you're going to share with us. So, you and I first connected several years ago. I was actually kind of coming in for an interview with a local company, a very successful company, N2 Publishing, and you would become part of that team, and we met, and uh, and then we've reconnected years later. Uh, I'm in a different profession. You have your own business now, so uh, it's kind of cool how uh, Wilmington is kind of a small community, lots of connections with business people, but uh, it's really cool to see what you're doing now with your own consulting business and uh, – I'm sure we'll get into some details about that. Thank you. Yeah, it's crazy how the world works. Paths <laughs> continue to cross all the time. So, Well, to help our listeners kind of get some context of who you are and what you do and some of the things we're going to talk about, maybe you could share a little bit about your personal and professional background that brings you to where you are right here, here today. Sure. So I was uh, born and raised in Charleston, West Virginia. Go Mountaineers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, spent my childhood there, bounced around in West Virginia a little bit, uh, over to Richmond, Virginia, up to D.C., over to Fayetteville, North Carolina, and then eventually found my way to Wilmington in 2013. Uh, My career uh, also kind of bounced around a little bit uh, and started off in marketing and advertising and uh, got an opportunity to work with some really talented teams on some really fun accounts from the ad agency space. And it did not take long for my analytical mind to start thinking about uh, these campaigns that we were putting together and the success of those campaigns and what can we attribute the the success to? And then if we had failure, what could we attribute that to? And Mm. so uh, I started thinking about the people that were actually executing those campaigns, the team members that were involved in the organizations that we were representing, uh, our clients, Mm -hmm. and thinking about, well, how are they hiring these people? How are they training them? How engaged are they? Mm -hmm. Um, Are they incentivized? Are they educated on the programs? And so uh, I I really started to have this interest and and fascination with HR. I think the, the connection between the two to me has always been really interesting. It's it's really about taking human behavior, mm-hmm. understanding why do people make the decisions that they make, what makes them buy a product or become loyal to a brand, what makes mm-hmm. them uh, join a company and, and stay with a company. Mm-hmm. Um, and so eventually I found myself at Into Publishing where I had an opportunity to uh, play around with this concept that HR and marketing are so similar and yeah. that there's an opportunity to put them under the same umbrella and take that same messaging repurpose it uh, just a bit, um, but to attract great talent, to attract great customers, and then to retain great talent and retain great customers. And mm-hmm. so uh, we saw a good bit of success uh, there with with that um, Very successful practice. company. 
Yeah, yeah we had a, a great time testing that and, and seeing it develop. And then, uh, you know, the time came where I, I found that this could work a lot of other places. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, the, the opportunity came about where I was able to start my own company. And that's how Montani was born. And uh, it's been a wild ride ever <laughs> since. So we uh, were now able to kind of apply those same concepts, the same um, philosophies to organizations, um, typically small and medium businesses across the country. Mm. Yeah, so you got a team of people. Now, tell us a little bit about the name Montani and how that came about and why that's significant to you. You named your business that. Yes. So uh, it is surprisingly difficult to name a business. <laughs> so in uh, trying to come up with something creative, uh, you know, I, I, it, it took a long time, probably too long for me to come up with a name. And yeah. uh, But eventually I landed on Montani. It's a nod to my West Virginia roots. So Montani yeah. is uh, Latin for mountaineer. It's part of the uh, state motto, uh, Montana Sem- Montani Semper Libri. Uh, mountaineers are always free. Yeah. And um, it's just a nod to my upbringing. Bringing mm-hmm. and the uh, authentic way that relationships were developed back home, and mm. it really shaped the way that I approach every relationship, personally and professionally. It's it's about um, being authentic. It's about um, showing up for people mm-hmm. um, and delivering at a high level. And um, it really impacted me growing up. And then, uh, thankfully, I've been able to kind of continue that in my adult life and in my professional life. And uh, hopefully our clients experience that on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis. Friends feel that from me. Family feel that from me. That's that's the goal. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go there right now. You brought up the concept of relationships. And ahead of the show, I had asked you to take a look at the Reflect the Life You Want theme of this, the title of our podcast, the theme of the Mirror Book Project with Maria Spears and I. And the C chapter, Clarify Your Inner Circle, really resonated with you. But as we are talking ahead of the show, and and I'm just going to tell my listeners right now, Catherine's the most prepared guest (laughs) I have ever had on the show. And I'm just honored by the time that you've put into thinking about what are you going to share with our listeners today. So hopefully... People will tune in and listen because you got so much goodness to share, I think, uh, from your life experience and your professional experience that can impact different lives. But we really talked about not just, you know, clarifying those inner circle from the standpoint of who, but it's kind of like the how and the what that comes from that as well. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what, why was it the C chapter resonated with you and some other uh, things that you might share with us? Yeah. So, um, you know, thinking about inner circle is interesting to me. I am, in my heart, a connector. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love to uh, meet new people, mm-hmm. hear from them what they need help with, and then I identify a great resource for them and put the two of them together. Or uh, I'm pretty good at that, dates. too. Yeah, it's just fun. I get so much energy <laughs> out of it. And, uh, you know, blind friend dates are fun or whatever. I'm just yeah. identifying that you need to know this person yeah. or you need to have this connection. And so um, the concept of an inner circle to me is almost um, direct conflict with who I am as an individual because mm. uh, I, I try to live such an inclusive life. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, on the, the disc scale, um, influence, I'm 99%. I'm mm-hmm. like breaking the charts. I think I broke disc when I took it. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, to think about a very intentional small group of people that influence me, it almost makes me feel uncomfortable. So for yeah. me to say that this really resonates with me is probably confusing. It's kind of limiting 
Right. Limited you were thinking circle. of it more of an expansive circle. Yes. And so, uh, and, and I think also I mentioned that I moved a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, when I got to the house that I'm in now, it was my 16th move in 15 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a lot of fresh starts, a lot of change. Um, unfortunately, in that kind of uh, lifestyle, a lot of people come and go. And mm-hmm. um, that's just natural. That's the way it is. And, and I think people tend to be seasonal um, mm-hmm. you know, to a certain extent anyway. And so to limit yourself by only having this small group of people that are going to influence you, um, I, I think you're shutting down opportunity for growth. And so mm-hmm. I've chosen to think about my inner circle as more so intentionality around what are the key values that I want in my life? What are the things that I need right then in that season to continue to grow and to evolve and, and become a better version of myself, a mm-hmm. truer version of myself? Yep. And so every season's a bit different. Um, but, uh, those values show up in the form of people. They show up in the form of podcasts or books Mm -hmm. or um, activities that I'm going to really invest in myself Mm -hmm. and adopting and becoming better at. And so um, when I think of inner circle, it's not necessarily, you know, the five people that you you spend the most time with. Well, I do think there's value in that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I've chosen to uh, kind of approach that a bit differently. I wondered if you would share, you you shared on a very practical level some uh, intentional process that you do, I think at least annually, um, and share about how you go about do that. Because I've, I've, we talked about how I've been intentional about in the past, like who are people of significance that I would invest time and energy into. And it does evolve. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I'm achieving this goal now. It's like, okay, that relationship important, but it's like, it's opened the opportunity to have this other relationship or exposure to via proximity to someone else, a new set of ideas. And I want to go learn more about that. So I wondered if you'd share on a practical level, how do you go about doing that with intentionality to help you to become the best version of Catherine for everybody else in your world? Yeah. So, uh, it might sound a little bit cutthroat, uh, <laughs> and I'm not a cutthroat person. That's yeah. the thing. I'm very inclusive, and so hopefully it doesn't. Uh, it's not misunderstood. But uh, I really like Stephen Covey's approach to mm-hmm. life and, and uh, examining the you know seven different areas and the how you um, are uh, fulfilled in each of those areas. Mm-hmm. And if there's a deficit of any type, mm-hmm. um, you feel a little bit wobbly. The wheel can't function properly when it isn't fully inflated in all mm-hmm. these different areas. And so on an annual basis at minimum, I go through and, and do an assessment of, you know, how am I doing with my finances? How am I doing with friends? How am I doing with family? How am I doing with faith and with fitness, et cetera? Mm-hmm. And, um, through that, I come up with some goals and then back out from that, the goals of, um, in order to achieve growth in these areas, I need to invest in these relationships or these activities or, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, outside of the, the people that I have uh, physical access to, you know, we can, can sit down and have a conversation with, again, mm-hmm. podcasts, books, uh, uh, documentaries, whatever it may be that's going to pour into me in that, in that particular space. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, that doesn't, fill my cup for the whole year. I, I get wobbly again. Sometimes I'll get wobbly <laughs> once a week and you know, I need to kind of revisit that and think this week, you know, I do a time audit of you know, how many hours do I have available and what number of hours do I need to dedicate to that type of activity yeah. and, and getting better in that way. Um, and so there are certain friends in my life, certain professional acquaintances, certain 
um, family members that I can lean on more uh, mm-hmm. in certain seasons where I need to become better and stronger in yeah. those aspects of life. Well, you're speaking to like Stephen Covey's, you know, the seven habits of uh, highly effective people approach the, in the man school, we talk about the arena of life and there's mm-hmm. kind of eight key areas, but I think with intentionality, as we invest in those things to improve ourselves, then we show up better for other people. And we talked about the relationship aspect of that. I was wondering if um, you have a pretty high-powered team, right? I do. Of uh, people of that, um, you know, you may want to touch on that. And and I, I lost a train of thought I had about something else, so I'll probably come back to it after <laughs> you talk about this. But I, I just think there's a lot of power in what you just described as being intentional about focusing on our lives and figure out, okay, if I want to achieve these really big dreams or if this is the person I want to become mm-hmm. to be more effective at what I do. Oh, I know what I was going to ask about too. So you could touch about your really high power team. And I want to talk about kind of a recent phase in mm-hmm. life a little bit. So but maybe you touch on your team first and we'll go a little deeper. Sure. So uh, I have an incredible team that I get to work alongside every day. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, some of them I've worked with for uh, six and seven years. Some of them it's just been a few months. Mm -hmm. But each one of them have been added to the team very intentionally. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I have created that circle of influence, that Mm -hmm. that circle um, that represents our culture, our values, what we want to deliver to clients. And so while I know every entrepreneur I I think is very intentional about who they bring on their team, um, there is an element of, um, you know, when you find that, that perfect balance of somebody that delivers at a very high level professionally and with their skill and their talent, but then also um, you've got the level of, of trust and respect and mm-hmm. um, collaboration and, and all of that comes together. It's mm-hmm. just this magical experience. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've worked directly with entrepreneurs almost, you know, for probably 20-ish years. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, I have always really respected the trust that they've put in me and being able to be that right hand for them, you know, often. Um, and I cannot express enough how valuable it is to have a team that I trust so tremendously. I'm so mm-hmm. proud of um, to uh, not only influence each other, but to influence me. Yeah. And I learn so much from them and I gain so much from them on a daily basis. And then I know our clients are better for, for that as well. And so yeah. um, by having people that um, I'm, I'm proud of to this extent, mm-hmm. uh, I know that they're not just going in and, and doing HR consulting. Like yeah. uh, they are going in and changing lives. Changing lives, impact. impacting other people's mm-hmm. lives. Yeah, kind of the contribution they're making. Yeah, I... You and I had uh, reconnected several months ago. I talked about trying to get you on the show. And then we saw each other at networking events, probably been a couple months ago. And I kind of sensed like you were in a little different space where you were. And we were talking ahead of the show. And I was wondering if you might dig into that a little bit as like, you know, we as entrepreneurs and as business leaders, we're just like everybody else. We have high points and we have low points. And you were talking about kind of a transition you were going through maybe in the second quarter of this year. And I wonder if you'd share kind of... What have you been learning mm-hmm. individually and as a as an entrepreneur and a business leader? And like, what's that then launching into? Because I know you're very excited about some of the things that are coming up. Yeah. So uh, if you were to ask my team kind of what my top mantra is, probably the thing they're 
um, they get excited about and maybe also kind of like, okay, there she goes again, uh, <laughs> you know, that I say over and over again is do good work and good work will come. Yep. And I've said that over and over and over again from the mm-hmm. beginning. And so if we enter into a, a space where it's a bit stressful or uncertain, just do good work and good work will come. We're just going to keep doing what we're doing. We know this is the, the right path. Mm-hmm. Um, there comes a time we're doing enough good work still doesn't equal work coming in exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we hit a point, uh, I'd say it was um, April, mm-hmm. Uh that extended clear until uh, early June where work really slowed down. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I kept beating that same drum, do mm-hmm. good work, good work will come. But, uh, you know, I, I would say that those last several weeks, you know, kind of early June were some of the most challenging weeks of my life. I joke, not joking, mm-hmm. uh, that it probably took years off of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, Part of that comes from the circle, like the circle of influence and mm-hmm. um, having people that depend on me and letting them down and mm-hmm. um, wanting to show up for them and um, that they've shown up for me in so many ways. And I, I want to make sure that I can deliver. And so it was just a really challenging season. If I'd had a challenging season as um, a solo uh, business owner that didn't have a team uh, mm-hmm. with them, I think it would have been a bit different. Um, but the the lessons that I learned um, through that process, I can truly say I am so thankful for. And mm-hmm. it's um, just about consistency. It's about self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about trust and just knowing that, like, none of these seasons are going to last forever. Something's yeah. going to change one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just keep doing the right things, and, and eventually it'll shift. And so thankful to say that, um, you know, outside of even my team, I have trusted – uh, advisors that mm-hmm. I really lean on um, everything from uh, you know my, my fractional CFO at Cap Three to my therapist who I've been working with for like ten years <laughs> to uh, you know just the people that have poured into me particularly in those difficult seasons yeah. to where I've come out stronger on the other side mm-hmm. um, and I know I'm a better business owner for it and there is no um, there's no other opportunity to gain those lessons other than to go through mm-hmm. those fires. And so uh, I'm glad I've done it. I'm glad I've done it during low stakes uh, or lower stakes times than mm-hmm. let's say, you know, at some point when maybe we're a hundred million dollar company or something, yeah. you know, so that's more challenging potentially than where we're at now. Uh, so I'm thankful for it, but um, I, I know that I'm also sensing in the last you know 10 days, two weeks, even, I mean, this is very fresh, very recent, but this whiplash of that was really, really hard to, um, I'm feeling the change. I'm feeling mm-hmm. the momentum coming. And um, even if some of the changes that we're hearing no's to, to some of the proposals that have been out there, it's clarity. It's We can move on things now. And mm-hmm. I'm able to look at it differently because of the experience that, that we went through as a team. And so um, cash flow just got hard and uh, I learned lessons from it and um, but but we've got some big opportunities on mm-hmm. the horizon that I'm very excited about. Well you're touching on several elements of the reflect across the reflect life you are recognize the power to change you're, you're working through that e the first e is each day to be grateful so mm-hmm. having gratitude for those experiences and the people in your life um, I wanted to touch on two other elements because I think going forward is really what you're focused on is like the F is to feel now what I imagine it will be when. So mm-hmm. I, I'm a you have a vision for what is Montani Consulting. Mm-hmm. You got this great team of people, and you're going out and impacting other businesses and having li- lives changed. And then the second E is to energize your mind towards that which you intend to be. 
So I'm just wondering, what, what are you learning on a practical level as an entrepreneur, as a business leader, as a leader of your team, some things that maybe are impactful for others? Um, no pressure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those are big questions. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think just consistency, and I'm not mm-hmm. even talking about consistency in um, activity and behavior of go sell, go network, go mm-hmm. cold call, like whatever. That, that That's not exactly it. It's the consistency of training your mind, mm-hmm. the consistency of waking up. What is the most important thing I need to do today? Mm-hmm. Um, who do who do I need to encourage and support in my um, on my team, in my client base? Like what do I need to maintain and, and, and mm-hmm. um, hopefully help grow? Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of these areas where if I step back for a minute, and detach myself from the emotion of something that's difficult mm-hmm. and focus on the fact of what I can control. It kind of mm-hmm. goes back to Covey and the whole idea of um, you know, what, what you have control over and what you don't have control yeah. over. Um, being able to identify um, what I can influence mm-hmm. um, has been tremendously helpful. Um, and, and I think going through this difficult season, it's been wild in that uh, – it used to be I would look at the business bank account, for example, and mm-hmm. my value as an entrepreneur was attached to, to the a number. number. Yeah. And now, uh, not that I don't care about uh, you know money, <laughs> but like I mean, it's nice to have it come in, uh, and nicer when it doesn't go out. Uh, but that um, it, my value is not attached to that, mm-hmm. and um, they're tokens. It's yeah. coming. It's going. It, if it leaves, there's more to come at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it comes in, that doesn't mean that I'm doing all the right things. We can continue to get better. We can continue to evaluate. Um, even as um, we're successful in those ways, uh, there's still opportunity for us to grow mm-hmm. and, and to continue to push ourselves. I don't want to be an organization that, um, you know, that sales heals all wounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to continue to investigate and, and evolve and um, become better. And the best way to go about that, I think, is, is to Stay curious, stay intentional, uh, and mm-hmm. um, have the right people on the team that that have that mindset as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the L chapter, the Reflect Acrostic, is to love yourself mm-hmm. and to let others know you love them. And one big learning for me over the years has been, you know, I have to be able to love myself, which mm-hmm. is my self-worth. How do I view myself? And my identity is not tied to a number nor an activity. It's like, who am I? Mm-hmm. How am I impacting other people's lives? And not to compare myself to that number or other people, uh, but believe that I truly have something to offer and impact other people's lives. And how am I doing that? And, um, you know, having that inner circle of support as you're going through those maybe more challenging times is important, but it's to lose, not to lose sight of, hey, I have these unique gifts and talents. Right. I've been called to do this. I've learned from business that I can make an impact on other people's lives. I can make an impact on other businesses because of my experiences. I have a lot to offer. Sure. And have that firm belief. Well, and I'd say too that when you are going through the, or when I was going through those uh, difficult uh, weeks, mm-hmm. um, it's easy to let that understanding of yourself kind of start to dissolve and, and, mm-hmm. and uh, fade away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a, a great friend talk with me about um, this idea that, you know, I was allowing that circumstance 
to create so much fear. Mm. And um, that was probably leading to where I wasn't going to be able to make the best decisions. Mm -hmm. And it was going to be this kind of self-fulfilling prophecy of, um, you know, I'm scared. The business isn't doing as well as I'd like for it to do. And Mm -hmm. then I'm going to make this terrible decision out of fear. Mm -hmm. And as a result, the business does not do as well. And so uh, I had to learn to um, separate myself because it, it was not helpful or useful. Mm -hmm. And it was decreasing the impact that I could have. It was decreasing um, Mm -hmm. our ability to do what we do best. And there's just, uh, it's a slippery slope to get uh, your your emotion and your value tied to the success of... Your emotions and your feelings are so powerful and the energy that you're giving off to everybody else who you're interacting with. And, you know, uh, for me, it's you know, the T acrostic, thoughts are, thieth, th- thoughts are key, think it, create it. But um, my co-author, Maria Spears, earlier, she, I turned 60 in April, and uh, she sent me a couple of gifts. One was future best-selling author, coffee mug. That's great. Uh, but this little plaque that talks about the power of our words, right? Mm-hmm. So the words we speak over ourselves, the thoughts that we have, um, create feelings and emotions within us. And then we, those feelings and emotions generally lead to action mm-hmm. or inaction mm-hmm. based on that thought. All thoughts are optional. I have control of what I think about myself. Uh, and the more I believe that and the more under, I understand that and I put that into play, uh, the more healthy I am. But our, our actions then turn into our habits, right? right? What are we doing every day or not doing mm-hmm. that we should be doing or could be doing? Um, and the habits then create the character of who we are. Sure. And then the character of who we are creates the destiny of our life. It's like, who are we going to become? What kind of success are we going to have in business? What kind of legacy are we going to create? What kind of impact are we going to have on the clients we get to serve? So it's so, so, so important to go back to the skill of capturing our thoughts, thinking about what we're thinking about, and recognizing with self-awareness is, oops. That's not a thought that's healthy. How can I change that thought, redirect that thought to a better state of mind? How do I use the power of scripting or affirmations to say, because mm-hmm. your mind doesn't know the difference between reality here right now versus something that you intend for the future. Mm-hmm. But if you believe I am, mm-hmm. whatever success looks like to you in Montana Consulting, that you are that thing, you're going to go create that thing. Totally. And you're going to surround the people and attract the people and the clients that you want to have. So. Well, I think uh, it's so common, or it's more common to have a rainy day fund mm-hmm. uh, you know, from a financial standpoint. Mm-hmm. But what about a rainy day fund emotionally? What do you do mm-hmm. when the rainy day hits and you are having a very difficult time as an entrepreneur or uh, you know, single contributor, whatever it may be? Um, who, what is your game plan then? Mm-hmm. Um, what savings do you have built up? And so I knew even during those weeks where uh, it was very challenging – you know, for me to work out was more important. For me to yep. eat better was more important. For me to surround myself with other entrepreneurs that were further ahead in their journey mm-hmm. was very important so they could speak truth into my life and say, Catherine, been there, done that. You're going to go through it again. It's yep. okay. Like, this is yep. okay. We're all okay here. And uh, and then just to surround myself with supportive, encouraging people. And then um, to fill my mind with, with positive things and, and even just playing music that makes me happy or Mm -hmm. um, spending more time with my dog, chilling, you know, enjoying. Shifting that emotional state. Yes, absolutely. And so Mm -hmm. uh, it's that rainy day fund, I think, of uh, having a a plan in place, 
because these times will come. And that's the other mm-hmm. thing that I recognize coming out of it on the other side of it is, mm-hmm. uh, whew, that was terrible. Never <laughs> want that to happen again. And there are ways that I can avoid it and kind of um, anticipate it a bit differently moving forward. Um, but it, it's not the last difficult time I'm going to have. And so I yeah. need to be prepared for that. I need to have um, the tools, the resources in place and, and the plan in place ready to execute um, when that time comes, not if that time yeah. comes. Yeah. Yeah. You're optimistic and that it is going to happen. And if you're in that mindset, then it is going to happen because you're going to go create it. Yeah. Our emotional state is so, so powerful. Tony Robbins talks a lot about that. I'm, I was thinking about an exercise I've been through recently was – uh, kind of a master coach I work with around how do we shift our emotional state with our thoughts mm-hmm. to uh, get us to the place we want to be. You are, um, it's a great segue into this idea. I always ask any of my guests. So Reflect the Life You Want is the theme of the Mirror Book Project by Maria Spears and I. And it's really, there's an element of like, what am I doing for myself to reflect more of the life that I want to, who's the Catherine that I want to be or become. So what do you, you know, what are some of those strategies that you have for yourself, either that you've learned recently or that you've relied upon in the past that you're working on like right now Mm -hmm. to become the very best version of yourself? Well, uh, again, I I think a lot of it is just that circle, uh, you know, kind of really Mm. focusing on that and understanding that, what I surround myself with is going to shape the next few weeks, months, years. Uh, It's a uh, protective armor going into Mm -hmm. situations that, let's just face it, life can be challenging. Life can be difficult. Life can be beautiful and wonderful and amazing. And uh, that's great too. But I I need to make sure that I not only have – that circle uh, with me to celebrate those great times, but then also to help protect me and kind of raise me Encourage up. Encourage you. Exactly. And, yeah. um, I think that that's one of the biggest pieces. Um, gratitude. You know, we've talked a good bit about mm-hmm. gratitude and just understanding that um, there is so much to be thankful for, particularly coming out of a season that's really difficult. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I try to, to really um, remember that as well. And then the, the I was thinking about a, a, some of your preparation, there was a book we were talking about a little bit that really influenced your life that you've mm-hmm. shared with other people. I'm wondering if you would kind of touch on that and kind of share why that's impactful to you and how that impacts others, because I think it kind of relates to what you're talking about right now. Yeah. So there are actually two stories out of that. So uh, Maria Goff wrote a book, Love Lives Here, and I think I've probably purchased uh, somewhere maybe two dozen copies of it Mm -hmm. and given it out to uh, people that I work with, friends, family, you name it. Um, So it was a it's a very influential, impactful book in my life. And Mm -hmm. there are two stories in particular I really enjoy. And um, one is where she talks about uh, a personal um, uh, board of directors mm-hmm. and that she had to stop listening to the loudest voices in her life and start listening to the truest voices. Mm. And, uh, you know, we have so many voices speaking mm-hmm. into our lives these mm-hmm. days from social media and entertainment and, um, you know, friends and family and people that are, are, are well-meaning and well-intentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, but for us to filter out, based on our values, our goals, our mm-hmm. ambition, 
um, which voices are most important to listen to and have speak into our lives. So right. that's that's one aspect. So she created in her life uh, this personal board of directors, and those are the people she listens to. Those are the people that she goes to for advice. That's her inner circle that mm-hmm. she's clarified mm-hmm. for herself. Yeah. yeah, and so she's just limited it to a few people and then kind of tunes out the rest of those mm-hmm. loud voices. And then um, there's a second story that she talks about uh, in taking her children to Hawaii and that, um, unfortunately, I've not been to Hawaii, uh, mm-hmm. bucket list item. There we go. We'll go ahead and <laughs> add that on uh, as the future goal here. But um, taking them to Hawaii and experiencing the just incredible beauty of, uh, of that area and um, the fact that it's all built on lava and lava mm-hmm. is this hot, slow moving, Mm -hmm. difficult, kind of ooey gooey. You don't want to experience it, Um, you know, kind of a movement, I guess. And uh, the the idea that something so beautiful can be built on something that was so difficult and so Mm -hmm. um, challenging and and, um, just kind of leveling things off, uh, you know, in that season. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of times I actually don't have it on today, but I'll have a lava bead necklace on as a mm. reminder that difficult things um, create beauty. And so mm. uh, this is just one of those seasons of life where I can also say that uh, the difficulties that I experienced, and, and this is just one season of difficulties, and it's uh, one season of difficulty in my business. There are a lot of them that I can point back to in my life and say, yeah, that was really hard, but something really beautiful came from that. And um, it's funny you mentioned Tony Robbins. I had an opportunity to go to one of his conferences a, a mm-hmm. few years ago and did the fire walk yeah. and everything. <laughs> and uh, I don't have any tattoos. If I was going to get a tattoo, I'd go downstairs and get one um, at the tattoo uh, shop downstairs. Uh, yeah, there you go. And then, um, but it, it would be something symbolizing that fire walk. And yeah. just, uh, I can... I can't tell you the number of times that I've thought over the the years since I did that. Uh, mm-hmm. I can do really difficult things. I can mm. walk across hot, burning coals. Mm. I can do fill in the blank with this. And yeah. so it's that perspective and it's that um, encouragement and just reminding yourself. And it's that mantra that I continue to play in my mind when things feel difficult. They feel impossible. It's like, I can walk on fire. That's right. I can have a difficult day in the business. Forget mm-hmm. that. Like, mm-hmm. on to the next. So, um, yeah, I think the, the those two stories in particular from Maria Goff's book were mm-hmm. really impactful and just reminding me of um, the power of intentionality and, and mm-hmm. uh, remembering what's true. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing that. I, I think um, oftentimes it's like those, those things that have impacted us so much uh, from whether it be a story or an experience that we can then share with someone else, it'll mm-hmm. go help help them possibly to maybe someone who's going to listen to this episode is going to hear your story and think, you know, I can do challenging things. Catherine's done it. Don't do a fire walk um, <laughs> without like being uh, supervised by professionals. Yeah. Let's just put a disclaimer on that one. I don't. <laughs> well, I saw Tony Robbins last year in August and I'm going to see him again this year uh, later in August. He's uh, is it's unlike any kind of energy you've ever been around. He's, he's just like next level. Wild. Yeah. But it's, so fun. Yes, it is. Yes. So you've worked on for yourself to reflect more of the life you want is like, you know, focusing in on what are you letting in, going back to that clarifying, you're just like who's speaking into your life? Mm-hmm. Who are those people that are encouraging, giving you uh, um, clarity around, hey, I can do these difficult things and I can get to where I intend to be. I'm wondering... 
to this point in life, whether it be in personally or professionally, like if you encountered someone or you're talking to a client or talking with your teammates, like what's that one piece of life wisdom that you would encourage others to have to reflect more of the life that they want? I mean, just it starts with the internal audit mm. of uh, really focusing on who am I mm. and what is what is my authentic self here? And mm -hmm. then um, I think it's really easy to lose sight of that. Um, and I know I've spent a lot of time and money and, uh, uh, you know, emotional investment and in figuring that out for myself, particularly in the last five to 10 years. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I have a bit of a compass that mm -hmm. I can, it needs recalibrating every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, but to remember this is who I am mm -hmm. and this is what it takes for me to be successful and healthy and happy and fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And, um, when I'm operating at that level, I can then pour into other people and I can go to a client meeting and hopefully have more impact or uh, talk with somebody on my team and have greater impact or mm. um, just be happier in general. Yeah. You're and thriving when you're in that space that your your gifts and your talents are coming forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it's, it's that, you know, put on your oxygen mask first kind of concept. And I, I think it's very difficult um, at times you, you – you see a need in the world or you see somebody that, mm -hmm. that uh, maybe needs attention or help or whatever it may be. Uh, and while that's well and good, you're going to be able to do more for them by pouring a little bit more into yourself first. Mm -hmm. And that takes uh, consistent attention, consistent uh, self-awareness and, and, and really trying to um, understand who you are, your strengths, mm -hmm. your weaknesses, and mm -hmm. um, some patterns maybe that you have in life that need addressed and, mm -hmm. um, so all of this is basically coming back to therapy, I think, in a lot of ways. <laughs> and that, uh, you know, that having um, people in your life that can speak to that um, is is really helpful or just going through a process in which you're able to focus on who am I mm -hmm. and what I hear. I think what I hear coming through from you, if see if I can reflect this back in a way that resonates with you, is like, I know who I am. Mm -hmm. I've, I've spent time understanding. I understand what my gifts and my talents are. It's like... And I know when I'm being who I th authentically am, I'm going to thrive and I'm going to have greater success and to stay focused on being, being who I am and stepping into that with confidence as opposed to being distracted by these other things. And I think when we truly step into who we were created to be, mm -hmm. we're unstoppable. Absolutely. So I just encourage you to keep stepping into who you were created to be and be unstoppable. And uh, that's such a, I think, powerful wisdom for anybody, but especially uh, women and entrepreneurs and people that are stepping out in faith and taking risk in business and, you know, trying to create something that's really significant in lives and impact others. So I'm excited for you and everything you guys got going on, Montani Consulting. So if people want to connect with you. They, they've heard something from you that they really, it's really resonated with. They want to make a personal connection with you, or if they want to learn more about Montani Consulting or any of these other ideas that you share, what are some of the best ways to connect with you? 
Sure. Uh, so Montani.consulting is the website on there. Mm-hmm. There's a contact form. There's a way to schedule directly on my calendar. If somebody wants to grab a 30-minute call, I'm happy to chat with anybody. I love meeting new people and learning yeah. about people and what they've got going on in their lives. And um, I, I truly believe that every conversation we can all learn from each other in mm-hmm. some way, shape, or form. If you're open to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you're seeking that out, there's an opportunity to learn from every conversation. And so I would welcome that. Uh, Montani also has a Facebook page and LinkedIn page. So uh, if you want to follow along, see what we're up to, uh, we, we post a good bit of content out there that if you're in the business world, if you're interested in HR, you're interested in, in people, personal development, professional development, there's a, mm-hmm. a good bit out there that um, could pique somebody's interest. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll make sure when your episode comes out to have those uh, links in the episode show notes so that people can reach out and connect with you. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you so much just coming in. And I again, I, I appreciate the time you invested in thinking about what you're thinking about and thinking about where you're going to talk about and share with us. And I'm hopeful that uh, someone who will be listening to this episode will be impacted by what you've shared and will be inspired and be encouraged and take action to reach out and uh, learn more about Montani Consultant and Catherine Daniels. So I just always encourage my guests just to go out and reflect the life you want. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the, the opportunity. You're welcome. Thank you.